Welcome to the IVM Podcast Network. TFG Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like The On Course Podcast, a show where they help you to tackle various questions related to abroad studies like which university to choose or how to navigate the application process. You're listening to TFG Football. Hey guys, uh, this is a very unusual episode of TFG Indian Football podcast. Uh, as you know that yesterday some very bad amount of rain hit Mumbai and uh, you know it has shut down public transport and uh, this uh, this is a public holiday uh, to deal with this disaster and as a result even our studio is closed. So, uh, you know, apologies for the sound quality. We are not uh, you know, getting the privilege of uh, doing this out of the, you know, professional grade studio that in this Vox Media I have. We're just trying to put together uh, on our own, uh, on the fly, uh, so that uh, we don't, uh, you know, you are not left without a podcast uh, today uh, on the latest about Indian football. So we got two people uh, joining uh, in on the conference call uh, for this podcast. There's uh, Kevin, obviously, uh, the regular guy. Okay. And uh, obviously, there's somebody else who has not been around since Mumbai FC got uh, relegated. He's been hiding forever. It's Nikhil. Uh, why? Why, man? Why yeah, don't you come on the podcast? Even even I got relegated from the show. <laughs> yeah. What, man? So uh, obviously, uh, you guys have been uh, you know stuck at home. I'm I'm pretty sure you were out. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Nikhil, what's what's it like in your place? Uh, at my place, so I, I basically stay at the outskirts of Mumbai. Uh, yeah. It's a place called as Navi Mumbai. Uh, so right now the scene is pretty decent over here. It's been raining, but it's not raining like cats and dogs as, as it was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, people are very uh, skeptical to go out and open because, you know, at, at some areas, uh, the water is still flooded. It's not really recited. So uh, everybody is at their place. So mm. when you are at home, there is no problem. You know, mm. uh, let it rain, let it snow. Mm. But uh, when when your family members are out there stuck in traffic, stuck in rain, then then it you know the tension creeps up. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Kevin would have a same story because he was actually stranded. Were you, man? Yeah, I, I I was stranded for a quite long time, and uh, at that point of time, it just reminded me. I know around ten twelve years back, the same thing had happened, and uh, I had done. Uh, and, and I've taken an adventurous decision uh, of uh, venturing out, and that turned out to be almost, you know, a near-death experience. That's the reason I didn't uh, try to, you know, or try another uh, risk-taking adventure this time. So I just stayed put in office, and uh, we continued watching updates and sharing whatever we could uh, with mm. family and friends. So all in all, uh, it was a good decision to stay in office, yeah. and uh, I think. Uh, uh, as soon as it was evening, the rain had stopped and uh, pretty good, uh, uh, not a, b- a bad thing to just uh, have a relaxing day at office. Huh. And you know how I got to know that the situation was getting bad. I was right after we recorded yesterday's podcast, I turned on Facebook and they were streaming that uh, VIFA Women's League match, you know, Bodyline Sports Club was playing. So I was watching the game. And, yeah, and it was like, uh, it was like first half day, Cooperage mein match ho raha tha, and I saw like, yeah, there's some water on the pitch and it's raining. 
so then i went out for like 20 25 minutes and i and i turned on the stream again in the second half and suddenly like this the, wait there's too much water on the pitch like it's looking like kanti rava during that uh, you know april 25 game <laughs> i was like shit itne kam time mein itna zyada rain ho gaya something is about to go wrong and obviously it, it did yeah. go wrong uh, i'm just uh, happy everybody is okay uh see you uh, for for everybody's uh, uh, information uh, she's been out uh, getting all, all sorts of interviews and uh, other uh, you know news updates uh, from bengaluru and hyderabad throughout this month she's still in bengaluru she was supposed to get back but the trains got cancelled so she's stuck out uh, she can't get home at the moment but uh, i'm sure she'll be fine uh, what who, has, who i am not sure will be fine at this moment is uh, actually mumbai fc <laughs> nikhil why <laughs> we haven't talked about mumbai fc for a while what is happening with what mumbai we talk fc about there, there has hardly been any news there hardly been any statement that's the that's the problem that's the problem you've been relegated so everybody wants to know what's what's going to happen especially when dsk shivajians we are hearing are not going to play like clubs die mm-hmm. left right and center at that time a relegated club is just staying silent on everything that's that's that just rings a lot of bad buzz it's like water clogged cooper is you know like you don't know what's mm-hmm. what's happening no, i i'll tell you i'll, I'll just brief you uh, about the situation from my point of view i think they are shutting down i mean that's that's the best uh, option available the best to them now why why but that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to explain if there would have been any move from mumbai fc they would have either gone for bids or they would have made statements that you know we are preparing for second division now since there is no information that is coming out of mumbai fc and you know i have got to know that few of the people that i know from mumbai fc uh, from the uh, club side not from the player side but from the club side have been you know resigning they have been moving out of mumbai fc because the future is uncertain which clearly shows that you know even uh, people who are working for the club are not very sure about what's going to happen in fact you know in our uh, yellow brigade fan group now we have got to know that uh, the youth setup that mumbai fc you know last year they set up a good academy near andheri sports complex lot of the players have been asked to you know move out and uh, look for other teams so even uh, parents of this youth players are not happy they have been you know voicing out lot of uh, their opinion on whatsapp group but i think i mean there would be a time when all these parents will go to the club and ask for answers like mm-hmm. what happened because mumbai fc has been a part of this uh, city since past 10 years i guess yeah and yeah. Uh, in in this 10 years it has it had created that kind of confidence in parents that you know you can send your kids to us and we will groom them to you know play for mumbai fc which was then the only club uh, to play in the top division from mumbai so you know everybody will look up to everybody had looked up to mumbai fc uh, as uh, as a parent so that they can send their kids uh, and get them groomed in football but there seems to be a very little chance you know uh, of mumbai fc coming back into the i league i don't know they have a sabbatical but mm. i don't know if that is allowed 
I'm not sure. I mean, even DSK Shivajins are uh, making noises uh, apparently about a sabbatical. Mm-hmm. They will come back when the financial situation improves of the of the company. But you know what I have been hearing uh, in a couple of uh, forums and some from some people is that uh, Mumbai FC do not want to close down. They want to play in the second division. Uh, and, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. they play, they when they first got established, they played in the second division. They uh, won their way up. uh so uh, you know they they are ready to do that again is what i'm hearing and as far as mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, the staff leaving uh, a lot of the coaching staff will leave and 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 that's what happens to a club that gets relegated you know because you're no longer a top division club so mm-hmm. so p- people who want top division uh, experience on their resume will not want to mm-hmm. be with you when you are second division so unless you have like a proper contract with them or uh, they are really dedicated a lot of people will leave that's what happens so mm-hmm. uh, yeah mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, even even But you the, know what yeah you know one one of the things that is lacking in indian football is accountability or yeah. responsibility when when a club of this stature who has been you might be knowing you also have watched the match at cooperage yeah. they announced that mumbai fc is the only club for, so when you take a pride in saying something like this the only club from mumbai to play in top division you are also accountable to tell your status of exactly. what you want to do you're going to stay you're going so this kind of you know responsibility towards the city or responsibility towards you know the whom you are representing on the national team mm-hmm. it doesn't come to uh, indian football and i think this is where you know even mumbai fc is like they should just come out and say that okay we we are we are planning to do this this and this Mm-hmm. and i am 100% sure they are aware what fans are feeling about yeah. it, okay so but uh, i mean does anyone care along to with, come up along with yeah along with the club it also means a bad uh, you know note to end with for the fans the fan group especially mm-hmm. the yellow brigade who got themselves known by bringing the football up you know uh, you know we talked about the club not doing anything for its promotion or being mm-hmm. you know, just sharing news about themselves but it's the fans who brought the club up in the recent years and this mm-hmm. is a you know it's a setback for the fans as well who did something for the club who got the name established that rivalry got ha- that, that happened between uh, it was a friendly banter that uh, kept going mm-hmm. happening between the mon bagan and say uh, the best was blues and, and this will be missing because along yeah. with the club you also you know the players yes of course the players also uh, are affected but mostly it's the fans the fans who mm. given their all so that that's where you know the club also has to take a decision at least even if you're on say for if you don't be very positive on this note if the club decides to you know disband from uh, you know uh, participating in the topmost division at least come out and let everybody know that they were uh, they thought about the fans that has to be there as nikhil talked pointed about the accountability i feel it's more about at least sharing your uh, sharing things with your fans who who been supported uh, who they've been supporting you in the bad times as well mm. yeah yeah obviously i mean i know i know i have been supporting this club since so many years but I mean I I hope Mumbai FC management is listening to this podcast just come out and you know declare whatever your plans are I mean with respect to I know things are evident mm-hmm. from the face of it but uh, it's better to have a proper notice 
Yeah, I think I think uh, there still should be some uh, amount of patience from the clubs because uh, you know the situation becomes very different once you are different once you are in the uh, second division because uh, we know when I League is going to start. There's been no such announcement about second division. Okay, so it may yeah. be November, it may be December, who knows? It may even be January, and uh, mm-hmm. so so you can so you cannot like this is August, so you there's no way you can move to sign players this much uh, early and same thing same problem was being faced by uh, you know the uh, hyderabad afc uh, people uh, when we talked to them they were saying like we, we uh, it's a waste of time to sign players too early and uh, you know make plans too early because you don't have the dates you don't have the fixtures you don't know who you're playing nothing is properly organized and uh, also mm-hmm. the fact is there that they're going to shrink their budget a lot when they're in the second division because this this is a league that gets no publicity no telecast there's nothing exactly. for it so so you're going to you it, it, the operation the whole mumbai fc operation is going to shrink no matter how much you try it, you know mumbai mm. fc are not going to be like dempo who will just get stuck in and put in all their efforts to just try and win back uh, top division uh, uh, access mm-hmm. immediately but uh, but the thing is that even if they win the second division Uh, is there going to be an ilic next season like will they get back just because they win the second division what if merger happens and they Actually, become to close you know you know on you know on this point i kind of uh, you know assure myself that even the club is not really uh, sure about what's going to happen in future yeah. yeah okay because one thing is the sponsorship is going to go down the drain if yeah. they decide to play in second division yeah. because I, i even in i league it becomes very difficult to attract sponsors yeah. and then uh, you go into second division and ask for sponsorship it becomes very difficult second yeah. is uh, i mean what will you commit to whoever you going to sign uh-huh. are you going to tell them that we are going to be there for 3 years 5 years i don't know if you know the uh, top heads of i league even they are sure about what's going to happen in next 3 years and 5 mm-hmm. years so you can't even you know completely blame the club of the what but so you know what what boggles my mind is uh, mumbai fc has been in the limelight for like last 10 years yeah. in mumbai i mean they could have done wonders no There but no but they were not even in playing in mumbai for a few years in the middle because cooper age was yeah i understand stuck. yeah i understand but you know the kind of uh, advertisement or the kind of marketing that was that was needed to be done from a club you know which plays in the biggest financial capital of the country it could have been very easy to attract fans but yeah. i i feel mumbai fc also missed out on that part Mm. that uh, it, it it did not do that much of marketing to you know gather crowd yeah. into the stadium when when it was finally looking up then you know last season happened yeah. <laughs> and that's football just and then, yeah. and then and then we had uh, the curse of santosh special yeah obviously <laughs> yeah but you know it uh, you know there's this dark clouds over mumbai there's dark clouds over mumbai fc and uh, its future uh, and uh, i'm pretty sure this is going to c- continue to be this way for a while I don't see any chance of them coming back to the i league at this point through corporate bids because they're not saying anything about making a bid and today is 30th august the bid deadline is 1st september so they got two days to change their mind and try to get back in which mm-hmm. which may not 
actually happen. I mean, I, I don't see too much hope of that happening at this moment. Yeah. So let's see how that works out. And talking about responsibilities and accountabilities, there's, there's been, uh, you know, that, that story developing around uh, that former ATK junior goalkeeper Rahul Das. Uh, who got yeah, uh, yeah who got injured playing for ATK Junior in a match and then got um, you know mistreated at a government hospital for months and something went wrong with his operation and his uh, leg got gangrene and now he can't walk properly without crutches. So uh, the the news story broke. Uh, we later followed up on the fangaraj.com. We spoke to the player. We spoke to the uh, CEO of ATK about what was happening. And uh, yesterday, uh, things started suddenly looking up for uh, Rahul. Uh, he just got uh, a, a donation of rupees 50,000, 50, I think, from Dibbendu Bissas, who was a who is a former Indian international player, and uh, he's he's into politics now, and he's also the football chairman of Mohammedan Sporting. So okay. it, it's 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 kind of a ironic situation that. Uh, you know there is a there is a big question mark over uh, maybe ATK officials did not communicate to the player properly that he could get uh, a medical assistance from the club itself and at the, as a result he went uh, ended up at a Sarkari hospital uh, getting mistreated uh, for almost a year and uh, and you know before they came in and helped it was Mohammedan Sporting a club that almost shut down. Uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, plays in the second division. They are extending mm. help towards this kid, and uh, and let's not forget, ATK apparently have come out and committed after they spoke to us. They said they would look into this matter and try to help him out. Mm. They have come out and committed that they will help him, uh, but we'll mm. we'll have to see how that pans out. So some good things happening, you know. Somebody yeah. is stepping up and uh, helping this kid and uh, taking. Uh, accountability. So that's that's a good news. Uh, the other, no, I was I was yeah. reading the story. Yeah, yeah, I was reading the story of Rahul Das, and I just thought to myself that it might be so difficult for him, where he must have dreamt to play for Indian, you know, national team at certain yeah. level, and you know, such kind of uh, mishap that has happened. It's good that at least now the clubs are you know deciding to uh, make this treatment go possible. Yeah. Yeah, I just hope he comes out of this, whichever way. I don't know if he'll be able to play as he used to, but whichever way, if he can, you know, sustain himself uh, through his life, that would be great. Yeah, uh, our hope. Uh, yeah. In a way, uh, what we can uh, really understand is the club uh, responsibility. You know, uh, does not end after the season is over. Now, this yeah. has been the problem with ISL because it was a short tournament, and Mm. The player contracts were also made in that regard. So mm. now, this mm. is a case of a junior player. It's yeah. not really a player that we've seen playing, uh, you know, on TV or you know, being talked yeah. about. Yeah. So, could that also be a reason that uh, since he's a junior team player and he was... I, I, doubt, I doubt about that because, you know, when Robin Singh was injured, I think he came out and uh, said that, I think it was Delhi. Yeah. who support him, supported him through his... Even Danpal Ganesh kind of uh, credited Chennai, I guess. Yeah. And he was injured that day. But, but it really matters what you... I mean, it's, it's, it's easy to support those who are already at the top. 
Yeah. But you yeah. know, at this at this level of under thirteen, under fifteen, how do you take care of that? Now the thing is, the the problem is that there is a question whether uh, the junior players were all made to fill out insurance forms and everything. Uh, as the ATK CEO mm. pointed to pointed out to us when he spoke to TFG, uh, he said we take out medical insurance for every player, every kid at every level. Uh, so mm. uh, there is a question why. Uh, there was nothing yeah. initially helped from the uh, franchisee, and and the mm-hmm. player claims he was never told that he could get uh, help from the franchisee. So, uh, yeah, th- there is either a miscommunication or a paperwork mistake or something that went horribly wrong mm-hmm. for this kid. Yeah. So it, th- mm-hmm. it's it's not fair to completely say like the entire franchisee acted out uh, irresponsibly, but. Somebody in the ranks, ranks may have been irresponsible, but we'll have to wait for that full story to come out yeah. now. And and it, I think, I'll, yeah, if if yeah, but the part is uh, after the story was done uh, up uh, on the website and uh, the uh, the newspaper that broke it, there yeah. were talks all around about yeah. you know, the mistreatment happening to the player, and that's when the noise created uh, a bit of pressure yeah. on, uh, on on mm. you know, at least uh, the franchise itself. And uh, other clubs also got notice of it. So yes. that was one thing we could see uh, the media comes in to help uh, in such cases. Yeah, it's the best possible outcome for him if he uh, gets some financial help and uh, maybe even reparations for what happened. Uh, we'll have to see how that happens. But uh, So the dark clouds are parting from the head of uh, Rahul Das after he has had literally the you know a nightmare of mm-hmm. a year. And also the dark clouds are parting for everyone's information from Macau. Okay, uh, the videos that are coming out from Macau today—it's—it's it's sun shining out there. There is no more storm. So everybody who's spreading uh, false rumors online saying Macau versus India is cancelled, stop it. Stop freaking people out. Okay. Uh, so obviously, uh, you know, let's move into the signing updates that we have uh, today. Uh, it's, it's Bengaluru FC once again. They have done it. They got. A Venezuelan striker, international uh, experienced striker called Nicolas Miku Ladislao, uh, Ladislao, uh, sorry if I mispronounced, Fedor Flores. So his uh, nickname is Miku, right? Uh, so, so do you Miku. think they, Miku? Oh, yeah, yeah. They should, they should also go and get somebody called Tiku, you know, and make it a striking duo, right? Tiku, Tiku, Niku, Chiku, what is <laughs> Nishu is also there. I'm. I'm uh, I, I think it actually works. You know, just put nicknames on the jerseys <laughs> and just have two syllable names. I think all players should be mandatory to have two syllable names. That that goes well with your brand. Uh, so yeah, what do you think of this signing? So, uh, okay, uh, I just, I, know, I just touched my mind. I think I should talk about it before this. Uh, go ahead. So we talk about uh, Bikram Jit Singh Junior and Bikram Jit uh, Bikram Jit Singh. Yeah. So uh, was that uh, Biku also the, the No, it was Billu. His that? his nickname is Billu. Bikramjit Singh Jr. Billu. Oh. So yeah. Billu and Biku. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now now we're stretching. <laughs> <laughs> okay, move on. Yeah. So w- what do you think about this signing, Kevin? I I I think uh, they they've uh, reached places where they don't just see uh, players uh, Talent. They also see how the player will fit into the team mm. because uh, we've seen Dimash's role uh, in uh, in the in the game against uh, April 25. Yeah. He was used more of you know uh, trying to you know, unsettle the opposition team, and that's when you you understand that this team is not looking for big names. 
So we've seen Bengaluru FC do that earlier as well. When we seen uh, the signing of Jugovic, uh, yeah, you know, he was not, uh, you know, a striker who was just you know, uh, getting that ball and just finish it. He was somebody who was who would be in a play a role of somebody who's you know, sneaking in behind your last defender, and that's that's the kind of signing you know what Bengaluru have done this this season. But mm-hmm. they've done smart signings. They don't want to go for really big names. They don't want to uh, uh, copy the other ISL teams who are just running behind the big names and the big money to be you know getting the fans looking at them. This is a team that really wants to show everybody the performance on field. By yeah. that, that I I feel it's a great sign, and he really fits into the team because the defense of the of the Bengaluru FC side is really you know already compact. We don't yeah. need somebody who's coming in and add adding more more flavor to you know uh, an already stable defense. Mm-hmm. It's only the midfield and the striking part where you require somebody to play different roles rather than just you know uh, budging into the defenders. And we've seen how they are. How, how how Roca can use strategy against teams which are very very stronger than them. Mm. So this this signing is just one of the strategic signings for Bengaluru. Yeah, and it's a bit of a departure from their AFC Cup strategy, which is to use uh, Indian strikers up front. Obviously, they, this is a signing for the ISL, so it's uh, uh, you know you're gonna need some striking assistance with uh, uh, Sunil Chetri up front. So in that way. Uh, it's a very uh, you know fitting signing of course there's been a flurry of activities uh, in among the i league clubs also uh, for signing because uh, obviously we are getting closer to the action and some of the clubs are already uh, active in the local leagues uh, we have shillong lajong fc did something they have never done before they announced six foreigner signings in one day what's that Huh? It wasn't. It, it's not even the entire 24 hours. It's just six foreigners announced back to back, and yeah. are after the other. You know, that's the kind of strategy that they have. <laughs> they want to just finish it off. Okay, we already <laughs> finished the top signing all for six foreigners. Yeah. And uh, it also it tells you about something about the club that yeah. is the topmost scorer of last year in yeah. the I League, Stefanda Bita. Yeah. So being that he he moved away. They've already got a replacement replacement for him. They've yeah. already got somebody who can replace Yuta Kunikiravaki. Yeah. And this is a team that's you know they have their heads in place. Hmm. This this is what it tells me about this this team that they are not bothered about the best player and the best uh, holding midfielder. One of the best uh, in uh, you know in that setup. They yeah. are not with the team anymore. And they've already got players who can you know just work around the youth setup. And that's the strategy because the youth is what they have been you know, striving on, and it's going to be a long-term vision for them. No longer which league they play, which uh, which season it is, that's going to continue. Yeah, and they actually obviously are already uh, not doing bad in the local league, Shillong Premier League, and but but it just tells you something. They got uh, they got Kofi from Ivory Coast, uh, Lawrence Doe from Liberia. Uh, the Nigerian player is also there, Daniel. Uh, there's uh, the Swedish Gambian player, uh, Jagne. Uh, they got uh, a Yemeni player. Uh, uh, I think his name is Ayman Salah Al Nagri. And I think Nagri has been uh, playing somewhere around. Uh, I mean, this is not the first time I'm hearing his name. Uh, 
So there is Oju who also a uh, Korean player. So uh, it it just shows the kind of uh, you know uh, thinking they have. Uh, they already have like for like substitutes, and this this uh, idea like uh, in ISL teams you see uh, one after the other. Like one day they announce one, then two days later they announce another one. Even if they have done it at the same time, this is like just chakka mar diya. हो गया सिक्सर ऑल सिक्स ऑफ देम आर हियर चलो मूव ऑन आई थिंक आई थिंक देव देव सॉर्ट ऑफ ग्रोन लेस डिटास्ट मे बी बिकॉज दे नो लाइक हाँ हाँ पता है पता है कम हियर यूल प्ले वेल देन यूल गेट मोर मनी फ्रॉम अनादर क्लब देन यूल गो सो लेट जस्ट गेट ऑन विथ इट बट द थिंकिंग इज एक्चुअली बेट सरप्राइज आई थिंक दे कैन स्मेल समथिंग हियर जैसे नो बेंगलुरु एफ सी नो एंड ईस्ट बेंगाल एंड मोहन बगान ऑल्सो लॉस्ट सम ऑफ द बिग प्लेयर्स टू I think Shillong Lajong smell an opportunity. You know, I think they they will be a title challenger this time. Yes. Yeah. If not, uh, if not you know, challenging for the title as they have been, they they have always portrayed their youth always first. Yeah. And this this is the trend that that's not going to fall any any sooner. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's if you if you just see look at the signings that they made, they got three African players. Yeah. There's there's one who's uh, an African and uh, another Pontian. A South Korean is there. Yeah. A Yemeni, an Asian, a Gulf country from somewhere there. So this is a mix. Again, they've not gone for somebody you know uh, like star names. So they they've got you know their plan is set. You know, I remember the last time when the the meeting of the AF and other clubs were there about the discussion on the number of foreigners in the squad. Shillong mm-hmm. Lajong was the first one who said. No, we don't want to have you know right now, but mm-hmm. uh, we want to increase. But then uh, there was a, a you know a conflict of interest there because uh, uh, their their CEO is also yeah. part of the AIF. Yeah. So that, that they took a step back there. Their chairman, their chairman is uh, yeah. an AIF vice president, Lasing Ming Soyan. Yeah. yeah. So they they didn't really you know uh, put a stop over there. We didn't yeah. didn't uh, raise any any concerns about increasing the number of foreigners. Yeah. Because they they knew everything that the DIF is uh, is going ahead. They got a plan for that. Mm. This is a club with a vision, and this is what you know thrives. This is what takes clubs forward. Yeah. We talked about Mumbai FC having not a very bright vision, not a very long up broader vision. Yeah. This is what we need to learn from so having the 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 trust placed on the youth. Yeah. And then you mix around whatever you want to do. Yeah, obviously we know Kevin. You are a Shillong Lajong fan. We know. <laughs> <laughs> even even without uh, you know Thangboy Singh to sir over there, <laughs> your loyalty is still undying. So <laughs> that is admirable. So uh, yeah, I mean we we spoke to Lasing Ming Soyan uh, last year at some point uh, and, and on TFG podcast, and he revealed that they were going to build a huge residential academy, probably the largest in uh, uh, Northeast India. Uh, it, it's going to be built in Shillong. So their their vision is there. You know, uh, I think they just want to just wait out this period where everybody is uh, bitching about franchise fees and uh, uh, you know one city one club rules and no promotion delegation. They want to wait it out, invest in youth, slowly strengthen their team, and then come in finally when they get the chance when the league is open and and you have ISL as the undisputed top division so really good thinking and uh, and uh, application of such professional thinking from uh, shillong lajong it's really admirable uh, isol fc defending champions uh, they have finally found their alumna replacement 
it's uh, it's a Ro- Romanian uh, player, uh, attacking midfielder Andrei Ionescu, I think, yeah, if if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Uh, that's that's also a good uh, you know slow approach that they're taking. This is obviously a signing made just before uh, their Mizoram Premier League campaign starts. I think tomorrow they have a match. So everything is sort of ticking along nicely for them, huh? Yeah, it is. Uh, this, this, we talked about uh, having the, the place, uh, the best place to the youth. Yeah. But uh, as well, actually, are not you know, that kind of team. They do get in smart signings. We've seen how uh, Baye was used uh, in in the team. Yeah. Uh, being a young striker, you know, having all that energy in him, he was he was that kind of you know a player which every coach would love to have, have in his team. Mm-hmm. And this this signing that uh, as well as just finished completed this, this completed is what we're talking about having you know uh, somebody like Amna. Uh, he we seen how crucial he was yeah. with that defensive abilities of his, and he was not the fastest on the field. Amna, yeah. so he we knew what needs to be done for the team. We knew what what the players' weakness. This is another way to understand that. If you have a player who's you know had led the team and he's no longer with you, this is the kind of replacement that you want to look for. Mm. So yeah, another good signing uh, for uh, uh, Isol FC, the defending champions. They, I, I don't think so. This is one of the things uh, about Isol FC. They got robbed by everybody. Like uh, a lot of I-League clubs got robbed because uh, all uh, because I know ISL came became parallel. And uh, IMG Reliance, by the draft, took a, you know, uh, just by themselves took in so many players. Uh, and uh, ISOL FC, you know, some of them, some of their players went to ISL, but the other I-League clubs like East Bengal and Mohan Bagan, the ones who have some money, they came after ISOL FC and they took away their, their local players, their foreigners, anybody who was good uh, got a contract elsewhere. But it does not seem like ISOL FC is going to be any weaker. You know, same yeah. with Shillong Lajong. They they lost so many players to ISL. They're not looking any weaker. You know, and and they, uh, their uh, foreigners also went elsewhere. Their top scorer, uh, Dika, is going to go to Mohan Bagan. Well, well you know, he's, uh, they, they're still uh, getting, uh, you know, almost equally good players. So we'll see how they turn out in the I-League uh, when, when things uh, get underway in November. So, yeah, we've had already had a quite a long episode, uh, you know, uh, just uh, doing this on the fly. It's been a new experience, just recording on our phones, uh, just trying to get you the news and updates and views out there uh, for the fans out there. Uh, I think we've been a daily show since May last year. Uh, at first, we were on the Savan app exclusively. And since then, we have not still missed a day. Uh, to do an do a podcast episode, except the weekends and some public holidays. So yeah. I think I think that's a, that's a record that I'm personally proud of, and I'm uh, happy that we were able to uh, put out a podcast episode today as well. Hopefully tomorrow, uh, I don't have to do this. So we we get uh, the good people uh, like uh, the engineers, uh, sound engineers Savan Mayur to take care of uh, recording and editing part uh, from tomorrow onwards, and the water goes down. Hope you make it to the studio tomorrow, uh, Kevin. How's the situation uh, in your thing? The water has gone down. It's all calm and uh, whatever receded, water levels are no longer to be visibly seen. And we should be all okay tomorrow. 
and I hope uh, tomorrow is too too far. Uh, we can get going today itself, and yeah. I think uh, all the life comes back to normalcy. And yeah. Yes, it'll be great to be back to be back in in the studio to be recording. Yeah, in this box we can't make it without you. Obviously, yeah, now we really yeah. understand the importance. You know, we've always given importance to IVM. Mean, it's not that uh, we don't uh, talk talk about them too much, but then uh, we've got all the spec and uh, the timely upload that uh, they've been helping us get, uh, so that all the listeners can listen to you know, all the daily happenings and uh, uh, the analysis of the games, the pre-match and the post-match. Yeah, it would be great to hear, hear again uh, from us from the studio. Yes. Uh, so again, once again, apologies for the sound quality if they're not like uh, the other uh, days because we don't we're not doing this on those uh, big time professional grade uh, equipments. So here for from us tomorrow as well, and watch out for an exclusive interview that uh, we are about to put out. Uh, it's with uh, the Mohan Bagan's current acting head coach uh, in the Calcutta Football League, Shankarlal Chakraborty. So we will uh, see you soon. Bye. Bye. That was Tantrik Steve from Hansraj College, Delhi, performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them, there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India. But unfortunately, most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this, we started ATKT.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper. And I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through ATKT.in, Tanya, my colleague who's a dancer, and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India. And this goes up on our website, our social media, TV, radio, and now of course, this podcast with IVM. Make sure you go to our website, support the talent with your likes, your shares, your comments, all of that really matters. Go ahead, check it out. ATKT.in उनको